Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. turning 73 years of age today. Bob Stoffer, Rogers Place where tonight the Edmonton Oil Kings take on the Red Deer Rebels. Both teams, Oil Kings, uh, well, they don't have, obviously, Dylan Gunther back. Not sure they're going to get Dylan Gunther back or Sebastian Cosa. Red Deer without a couple of their better players as well. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton area locations, they also have four locations in Calgary, one in Red Deer. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app in the App Store. I had it last night as I watched the Browns in and the Pittsburgh Penguins, and I went with the Texan last night, which is Brendan Escott's favorite from Royal Pizza. It's old school big boy pizza. All right. Uh, some would say he's old school. Some would say he's new school. One thing he could do, though, he's been coaching for a while. Uh, he's won two national championships as head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. He's one of the rare players to go from uh, university hockey, you know, where he won a national title, to the American Hockey League, where he won a Calder Cup, to the NHL as a player, and he's coached in the NHL as an assistant. The AHL is a head coach. He is a head coach at the Alberta Golden Bears. We welcome back to the show Ian Herbers. How you doing, Herbie? Good, Bob. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, first of all, uh, you got a couple games this weekend. Is that right? Yeah, UBC's in town tonight, and then we travel to Mount Royal Saturday. Uh, UBC is the team that you played last year in the Canada West Final. Now, you guys had both already secured a berth to the national championship, and they are coached by a former Oiler as well. Uh, yeah, Sven. Uh, Sven does a good job for their program. Um, always tough to play against. They lost a big piece, so graduated this past summer. Uh, taught their goaltender, who was, uh, who was a mountain for them in the net. Uh, so we'll see what they have in the pipes tonight. Uh, they've picked up a couple good forwards. I believe they even have Josh Williams, who used to play with the Little Kings last year. Josh Williams is at UBC? Wow. I believe so. I see it on the roster. I'll, I'll, I'll find out tonight for sure. Though. There, you, there you go. I mean, Josh Williams was a pretty good offensive player. Uh, picked up in a deal for Brent Kemp uh, for the Oil Kings, part of their uh, Memorial Cup run team last year. Ian Herbert's the head coach. Sven, by the way, is Sven Butenshawn, uh, otherwise known as six foot ten Sven back in his playing days in the Western League. Ian, I, look, I, we're in training camp right now. Uh, you were part of three Oilers training camps as assistant coach with Todd McClellan. Multiple training camps as an NA NHL player, how dramatically has training camp changed from, you know, when you were going through the system back in, uh, did you go to, with Buffalo's camp a couple times before you came to UBA? Uh, 
Uh, yeah, Buffalo's camp. Uh, even when I was at the U of A, I went to Winnipeg's camp, Philly's camp, uh, and then obviously the Oilers' camp. And more of that was just about survival. It was on the ice two days. There was a workout in there, and, and then whenever it was a game, it was just a, a brawl. Uh, so it was five fights going on every game and stuff like that, especially the Philly games and the Buffalo games. You'd play Hartford and the old rivalry games and stuff like that. And even Edmonton here was Calgary, uh, and it was just fight after fight. How much expectation was on you as a six foot four and a half left shot D man that was a hard nosed shut down D that played for you know Lethbridge and Swift Current in the WHL? Was there an expectation that a guy of your size was spo- was supposed to be dropping the gloves? Well, everybody back then was, it could fight and was tough. They could handle their own in any situation. So, um, you know, you played hard. You played for your teammates, and you competed every time you were on the ice. Was there uh, any particular guy that you battled along the way? You're like, wow, that guy could fight. <laughs> yeah, there's too many to, to name. <laughs> we can go on for a while. So, uh, who, When you were coming up in the Western League, who were the guys? I mean, it's ironic that because you played against Mike Keene, who is not a big man. But he was nope. he was an exceptional left-handed fighter. Like he might have been pound for pound. Uh, I'm I'm thinking now uh, was Cordick still in the league when uh, uh, and Todd Ewan when you were when you were coming through? Oh yeah. Well, then if you go pound for pound, you have guys like Robbie DeMaio who was smaller, but probably one of the fiercest guys in the Western Hockey League at that time. Uh, it was Ewan and Baruby in New West, uh, Pochek in Kamloops, uh, Cordick in Seattle, um, and so there was on and on. There was Grimson, there was Pochek, uh, Baumgartner and Mance, the PA team that year, they won the Memorial Cup. Uh, they had a, Their whole entire team was uh, tough. So the Police chief was on that team. That's how tough of a day. He was like the ninth toughest guy he said on that team. So Ian Herbert's joining us right now. There's so it's completely even even at your guys' level. Did you notice when you guys and, and you played a few exhibition games? I think you're five and one right now. You just split in Saskatchewan, including getting a two nothing shutout. But our players, even at the university level, are they? Do they come to camp in shape? Uh, yeah, yeah. Our guys. We have a good strength conditioning coach with Phil Bailey here in Shirt. Uh, so as soon as we recruit guys, uh, they're on board with Phil. They get the programs if they're out of out of the city. If they're in city here, they work here at South Campus or at Phil's place. Uh, we have ice available for our guys for July and August. So they can skate twice a week in July, and then we wrap it up to three days a week in August. And our guys come to camp ready to go. They know it's a, a shortened season. With us only playing 28 games, you can't coast through a game or have a, a, an off game because every single point matters. And as you know, Bob, it's key for us to finish first so we can host playoffs the entire way through. Yeah. Uh, now, one of your big off-season losses, and it happened right after the University Cup, Noel Philp, who uh, scored a real nice goal for the Oilers rookies against the uh, the Flame rookies. I mean, he's obviously going to be spending some time starting in the American League. Would not surprise me if he got a couple of preseason games. And uh, I, I know you ran him as a right wing. He also played for some center for him. But part of it's positional need. And when you coached in the American League for National Nashville uh, as the head coach of the uh, Preds farm team in Milwaukee, were there times where you deployed players based on what the organization wanted to see a guy at? As a, like, if you had in, in Noah Phelps' case, he's got a good shot. He's got offensive instincts. He might be able to play consistently uh, down the road as a top six player. 
but the Oilers organization might need him. You know, I mean, if he puts it all together, we could be looking at a you know a, a fourth line a centerman in the NHL is the right shot. How much of that gets factored into the decision making processes for a coach in the AHL? Uh, it's a big, big part of the job, uh, knowing what the organization wants and expecting from their young players. Uh, for us, Philper started as a center, but then he missed the first half of last season, and we had our four centermen that were, were rolling pretty well. So, uh, just in that situation, we tried him on the right wing, and it was a good fit. He got more ice time there and had a good combination with Paul and Chuck and Fontaine, and he kind of just stayed there. Um, otherwise, he, I probably would have found a way to get him back into the middle, but I, the combination worked very well. They were happy together. Uh, generated a ton of offense for us. Obviously played in every situation. So as we talk with all our players, it's good to have that versatility and be able to play any position to increase your ice time and help the program out. We're joined by Ian Herbert. So no Phil signs an NHL deal. Paul and Chuck has not returned. Fontaine, who previously played for the San Jose Barracuda in the AHL, he is back. And I believe, I don't know if you've stayed with this, but you had the two Hall brothers uh, playing on his wings. And those were kids that came out to the Edmonton Oilers camp. Are those guys, if they put it all together, are those guys that could potentially play pro hockey down the road? They have the size and the skill and the hockey smarts and compete. They, we just need to keep working on their explosiveness, their first two, three steps, doing things at speed. Uh, a little bit like we were talking about before with Philper. When he first came, he just had to work on that first two, three acceleration, getting that escape speed from defenders uh, and playing at the game pace and the speed, especially at the National Hockey League is now. So the the Halls are two of your bigger recruits. You also got Yak and Smallwood out of the uh, Winnipeg uh, Ice organization. And uh, a late addition, an interesting story, and obviously a, a little bit uh, self-interested from my end, but just because, you know, John Sexsmith has been my, uh, a guy that I've been friends with for 35 years now, but, I mean, he, he used to do the games, Ian, when you played with me uh, on the uh, for the Golden Bears, but his son Joel uh, came late into your program, and I know he's gotten in a couple exhibition games already uh, you know how the new guys looked and uh, i guess specifically with sexsmith a little bit different opportunity because he still had junior el- eligibility left yeah usually we don't look at 19 year olds and we want guys that have graduated the western hockey league um but he would moved off to switzerland i believe he was trying out this fall um and things didn't go well for him there and he was enrolled at school here so he came back uh, got into school, got into a couple exhibition games, but it's been dinged up this week, so didn't get a chance to practice, so we won't see him this weekend. Um, the second game was obviously a lot better than the first time, he, the first game he played, all the adjustment and everything else that goes on playing in Canada West level. Uh, but the halls have looked very good. This Tonight they'll play floor chuck, will be in the middle of those two. And I've got Smallwood on the left side with Fontaine and Prokop, and they've looked very good all week long. Um, and then the Hughes line will be staying the same. So uh, three, four lines that can that can score and are good in all situations. So excited to see how the combinations work tonight. Ian, uh, there's, you know, two more NHL teams from where we were five years ago. You know, obviously with Vegas and Seattle, that means two more AHL teams and, you know, more places for pro for guys. Is that affecting uh, the recruiting pool a bit for uh, players that maybe traditionally uh, were looking at school but now are maybe having their, uh, pro aspirations extended a little bit because there's more pro teams out there. Definitely. Uh, just talking with all the other coaches in Canada West, 
Uh, recruiting was a lot more challenging this summer. Um, you know, usually teams picking up two or three big name recruits and that, and some teams didn't get any big, big offensive recruits out of the Western Hockey League. Uh, even guys sometimes we'll talk to will go play in the Maritimes in the East or AUS, uh, and we had none of those players. They all signed pro deals and opportunities at pro camp. So it was a tougher year for everybody, but I'm happy with the group that came here and the, and the group we got on the ice tonight. Well, the Hall that played in uh, Lethbridge was a 70-plus point scorer, led their team in scoring last year and had 30 goals. And then Smallwood was, you know, he almost had 70 points last year in the dub play in, uh, in Winnipeg. So those are two pretty good offensive players that you're going to be adding. Uh, yeah, well, Jake Owen just came back from Traverse City in that he was at Blues Camp and played two games there and did very well from all reports. So. Well, that's, uh, that's good to hear. All right, hey, tell me this. Uh, Mike Babcock has left Saskatchewan. They had a quiet recruiting season. I think that's fair to say. Uh, you guys, uh, I mean, Saskatchewan didn't make it into the Final Four last year. Calgary knocked them off in the, the conference quarterfinals. Uh, who do you, I mean, you guys are obviously the, the defending conference champs. Uh, who else do you expect to have strong teams? Well, Mount Royal still has Iremko and Sawchuk, who led the league in scoring last year. So they have the one line that, that's dangerous. Uh, so whenever they're out, we've got to make sure we shut them down. So they'll always be a challenge. UBC, Sven, as I said, does a very good job there. So we'll see what their goaltending's like. That might be their Achilles heel this year, but we'll find out here tonight. Uh, Calgary always plays us hard. And as you were talking about Saskatchewan, uh, they've lost some of their offensive talent and back end as well. So it'll be interesting to see how they develop over the season. Ian, great stuff. Appreciate your time. We're going to check in every couple weeks, okay? Appreciate it, Bob. Thank you. You bet. Uh, Just looking out on the ice right now, uh, some of the... uh, guys that are not ready. There's there's five players skating on, on the ice as we speak. Deharnay is out there doing some reverse pivots. Raphael Lavoie is on the ice. Tulio is on the ice. Petrov, whatever's had an extra forward through their uh, two sets of teams. And then Cody Cece is on the ice skating as well. So uh, some of the guys that aren't quite uh, ready to go yet with the, the main guys, I think Petrov maybe being uh, just the odd man out with the extra body up front. Again, uh, that's Ian Herbers, the former uh, Edmonton Oilers player and coach. He spent three years as an assistant uh, with uh, Todd McClellan, working with Jay Woodcroft on that staff as well. It is 147 in Edmonton. Uh, The weather this week is a sign of what's coming. It also means that hockey is here. And it is time for you to consider upgrading your truck or SUV. Our friends at Brent Ridge Ford actually have real inventory. I was having this conversation with a couple people today. Uh, they're asking about the uh, F-150 that I drive, and they're saying that they're driving around and dealerships are pretty low on vehicles. Well, Brent Ridge Ford has 21 new and used Ford SUVs. They have also uh, have warranty, and many have uh, subsidized interest rates with those. In addition, they have a number of off-make SUVs. Uh, the count today is around 25 with new and used trucks on the lot as well. All units are priced competitively, and of course, Brent Ridge always treats their customers fairly. They boast an outstanding service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase the vehicle as well. Uncle Milt, Johnny and Rich uh, would be happy to look after your vehicle needs. You can give them a call. 780-352- 6048. That's 780352 6048. Remember, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. When we come back in Oilers now, this day in Oilers history, we'll return after this. It's 148 at Edmonton. There's no question, the boss, 73 years of age, he has a distinctive style. 
you got to love it. Like I would say that Springsteen at 151 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. I'm in Rogers Place. Brendan's back at the 630 Jet Studios. To me, Springsteen is a bit like the tragically hip. Like, nobody really, like, Brennan, have, how many people do you know don't like the tragically hip? It's almost sacrilegious. <laughs> I know, and then there's those few on the text line that They're, yammer away. Right. But you're right. Like, and people that I actually talk to, everybody likes the hip. Everybody likes the hip, and everybody likes Springsteen. You know what I mean? Like, Nickelback, there's a band that a lot of people don't like. Um, Limp Biscuit. Especially after seeing the 99, Woodstock 99. Uh, you know, back in the day, Limp Bistic uh, was a band that not a lot of people liked. I didn't get the whole, uh, hell of a documentary though. Really liked it. Andresito has reached out to us from Nelson, BC. Bob, I think people are making too much uh, about the Oilers' toughness or lack thereof. Look at Holland's 2008 Detroit Red Wings team, Cup champs, no tough guy really at all, and maybe one guy that actually hit hard, that was Cronwall. And that was 14 years ago when the league was a hell of a lot tougher. That one comes from Andresito. You know, Andresito, it's almost like maybe you had a relative that was on the team that year, but I digress. Uh, Yeah. We're getting texts from Shay's show that are coming in late, and they're pretty they're pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> George has texted the show. I never text this show, Bob, but given the topic, I hate Springsteen. Oh, sorry about that, George. That's you'd be the one then, because pretty much everybody else has loved the fact. Um, uh, you know. Lots of other people like the boss. Bob, yeah, regarding the line combination, potentially of Rooney with Lucic and uh, Brett Ritchie, if the Flames put those three players on the ice, I'd be ecstatic. That one comes to us from Winters J. Again, you can text us, 780-496-0063. And Drew in West Kelowna says, Bob, Great show. Well, thank you for that, Drew. Excited for the new season. I've thought a bit of the player comparison. Let me know if I'm off base here. Hearing how Coach Woodcroft described Ryan McLeod, I'm thinking he may have the potential to develop into a Ryan Nugent Hopkins light kind of player. Playing both uh, special teams, playing anywhere in the top nine, disciplined, very coachable, great team guy in a litter. Am I off here? Thanks for Bob. Uh, thanks, Bob. That comes to us from Drew in West Kelowna. Drew, the only thing I'd say, uh, I don't think that uh, two things. One, in fairness to McLeod, he's w- uh, way faster skater than Nugent Hopkins. Way more explosive skater, but he lacks the skill that Ryan has. But that, Ryan McLeod, point blank, said that he, the player he admires the most for the Oilers, happens to be Ryan Nugent Hopkins. All right, let's do this. Uh, again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Now we're getting all the Nickelback fans. Uh, there we go. Everybody likes the man in black, Bob. Johnny Cash, thanks. From Dave Manson's former defense partner. That's listening to the show. Actually, I think I know who that is, too. Let's uh, let's do this. Let's head off to this day in Oilers history. It is for New West Travel. This November, you can join Oilers now on a roadie to New York City to see the Oilers play the Rangers and the Islanders. For details, reach out to newwesttravel.com. What happened on this date, Brendan, back in 1979? The Oilers played their first ever NHL preseason game in Brandon, Manitoba. They lost four. 4-2 to the Winnipeg Jets. 
Coming up tonight, Reed Wilkins has inside sports from 6 to 8. It's a bye week for the Edmonton Elks, but Oilers oh, training camp is full glow. What's going on? Yeah, so you'll hear from Jack Michaels at 6.30 this evening. Andrew Peard with a preview of the Oil Kings season opener. And then uh, Jamie Thomas, color analyst for the Jets on CJOB to uh, help tee up Sunday's game. Sunday, uh, preseason tilt. Uh, we'll have the uh, face-off show at 2.30, puck drop at 4 p.m. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Kevin Robertson, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. At 6.30, 10 afternoons of Jalen Nye from 3 to 6. Uh, Oilers now returns on Monday. I'll join you for the uh, face-off show, 2.30 on Sunday. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now.